This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. We got a little uh, early Thanksgiving in here today. Yeah. Fritch's, Fritch's mom and dad brought in some turkey, some gravy, some corn, some stuffing. The tryptophan is kicking in. Mm-hmm. Butterscotch <laughs> pie. <laughs> cake is so cake. good. Yeah, butterscotch cake. Uh, so I do want to let people know, uh, several people have asked about the recipe for the butterscotch cake, and my mom said she is going to email it to me. So I will put that up on the Facebook page or something because so several good. people heard us talking about it. Yes. So. Now, Kenyatta, how do you like your mashed potatoes? Of all the things that we've talked about this morning, we've received more emails and messages about the butterscotch cake and mashed <laughs> potatoes than anything we've talked about today. And we've talked about a lot. How do you like your mashed potatoes? It honestly depends on what I'm eating. If I'm eating chicken, I prefer them smooth. If I'm eating yes. maybe steak bites, I prefer them kind of lumpy. Oh, yeah. It depends on the, uh, on the pairing. Mm-hmm. Yes. that. I got that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's try to win you a thousand dollars, and uh, it's all you can eat potatoes. <laughs> How about that? That'd be crazy. Yep. Give you that a, would be crazy. Give you a letter of the alphabet, mm-hmm. and if you can answer ten questions in thirty seconds that begin with a letter, I'm about to reveal you won a thousand dollars. You can't use the same answer more than once, Kenyatta. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. You ready for your letter? Yes. Today right. you have the letter M. As in oh, mashed potatoes. We like it. Ooh, okay. Yeah, really well. Yeah, this will be good. This is going to be good. So we've got 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. So here we are with the letter M. Name something you buy at the mall. Mask. Something salty. Mushroom. Something you plant. Mango plant. Something you peel. Mandarin oranges. Something you shake. Pass. A name. Marlin. A breakfast food. Pass. A store. Marshall. A you know, I was thinking maracas. You shake your maracas? Yes, you do. Yes. Uh, I'm just glad we got to play this morning. <laughs> Me too. I, I got stuck on ones. something to shake. I went with milk I, in a oh, fit yeah. of desperation. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. That was you a good one. You shake your milk. Yep. 
My milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. Yeah, <laughs> your answers were really good and really thoughtful. The only advice we'd give is just to pass quicker because you can always come back to it. But having said that, though, your answers were excellent. Yep. Thank you, guys. Yay, yeah, it was great talking you. to you. Have you a great have a rest great of your day. day. You too. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's yeah. Thursday. It's the mental start of the weekend. Uh-huh. We're there, officially. How about it? I mean, we're really, really We might there. be halfway through Saturday already in our head. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and in my head, the Bengals won tonight, so hey. Sweet. Yeah, plan accordingly for your Friday morning plans if you're staying up late for that. What's kickoff 8-15? Eight, yeah. I was going to say it's like 820, but man, right about. it was funny though. My, um, Scott was like, do you think I could go out tonight and watch the game? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be in bed probably before <laughs> halftime. And so then at that point, Penelope goes, well, can I stay up and watch kickoff? And I was like, well, I said yes to you. So you got a yes to. How about so she's that? all excited that she gets to stay up past bedtime and watch kickoff. That's funny. That's and cool. then, yeah. And then she asked about Carrie Underwood because you remember the last time they played, they played the Carrie Underwood Saturday night song. But you like that song? Or Sunday night. The waiting all day. Yeah. I kind of feel like I like it. Okay. Doesn't Thursday night have a theme too? I can't I remember. I think it does, but I don't pay attention Is that enough. the Snoop Dogg Chris Stapleton? Aren't they in the air oh, tonight? They oh, it might, I think it might be. I think it's the yeah. in the air tonight one. I can't remember. Yeah. So every now and then we get into these discussions on the air where we forget that we're on the air. <laughs> you know, we have this, we we're sort of having this internal discussion that we, that we forget other people can hear. <laughs> and then it hits me and I'm like, Oh dear God, we just spent 15 minutes talking about mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. And I, and this is what I always think. I, cause occasionally what'll happen is they'll record portions of our show to play for focus groups okay. to do audience research. Yeah. And then, you know, months later, we'll, we'll get this feedback back where they say, well, you, they talked about mashed potatoes for like 15 minutes and I was bored out of my mind. And then we get a little talking to. Right. Yeah. But then I have these moments where I'm like, well, for crying out loud, we got like 52 emails and messages from people in the first five minutes weighing in on mashed potatoes. It's all people want to talk about. They're equally as passionate as we are. Or, or Jeff, we spend months creating and working on some sort of show bit and content that people, that we think is going to be like the big thing. We put all this mm -hmm. energy into it and right. time and money yeah. and all this stuff. And, and people remember, <laughs> I remember that time Tim talked about cooking his potatoes with the skins on? Right. And that's what they remember. They yeah. don't remember the crazy bit we spent research groups learning about. No. <laughs> and you just, you just never know from one minute to the next. Of course, after the fact. It's very easy to Monday morning quarterback these things sure. because after the fact, you can say, well, well, I mean, since when are potatoes interesting? But yeah. then if it's successful, you can say, oh, but it's relatable and everybody I loves know. talking about food. And it's topical food. now because we're heading into Thanksgiving in a season and, and Christmas and everybody eats lots of potatoes over the holidays. Well, right. the boss was very intrigued as to why I cook my stuffing in uh, muffin tins. She's like, why do you do that? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, my family, we really like the crunchy, crispy corner pieces. So, so now you get lots we got of a lot of them now yeah. if you put them in the muffin pans. That's something I remember, too, when we used to have um, we used to have a culinary expert on the show talking about things. Amy Tobin mm -hmm. used to come in all of the time. And that was something that I remember her talking about doing, Tim, was putting it in a muffin pan because it also makes it easier for it to cook through. Mm -hmm. And then do you remember you, she used to make um, meatloaf cupcakes? 
was the other thing that I also loved that she put into a muffin pan because it made everything crunchy. Get more end pieces. And you get more end pieces. People all like the corners. I just want to give you all a heads up that our 15 minute conversation about mashed potatoes has now morphed into another 15 minute conversation about (laughs) stuffing and meatloaf. What do you want? talk about, I, You know, I don't care. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if there's some concern here that we're overdoing it on the food chatter, let's talk about we may want to nip it it's in the bud. I know. I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Back to the bangles. Christine. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the bangles here in a minute. Uh, Christine weighing in on the mashed potatoes topic. If you boil your potatoes with the skin on, the skin will come off with the back of a butter knife or literally fall off depending on which potato you use. And mm-hmm. then I mash with, you talked about butter and sour cream. She mashes with sour cream and cream cheese. Oh, how about that? And just a little butter or cream if needed. I didn't consider the cream cheese angle. Yeah, that's an option So right I, there. I was going to save this hack that I heard about. I was going to talk about it in food news today on the hot list because we also do entire segments about food on that show. But I'm going to give it to you right now. Okay. So I saw a hack where you take, you know, those cooling racks that you have that are kind of like crisscross that look like they're like little individual squares. Yes. So I saw a hack where you boil your potatoes with the skin <laughs> on and then you put them through the uh, cooling rack, like you push them through and then the skin stays on top of the cooling rack, but the potato goes through. No okay. kidding. And then that's how you make your mashed potatoes with the skin off. Interesting. Jonathan just said, I'm getting Bubba Gump <laughs> trick reading that. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> potatoes out gratin. Potatoes <laughs> with the skin. Oh, God. <laughs> Yukon gold potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it. Boil it, broil it, yeah. bake it, sauté it. Yeah. Days on shrimp kebabs, yeah. shrimp creole, uh-huh. shrimp gumbo, yeah. pan fried, uh-huh. deep fried, uh-huh. stir fried. Yeah. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, yeah. coconut shrimp, yeah. shrimp salad, mm-hmm. shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's that's about it. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So I love that kids are now presenting their Christmas lists using PowerPoint. Well, you know, what? they're practicing work skills. 
I kid you not. This is a thing. <laughs> How exactly does that? I mean, I could see it's no different than we were when we were a kid and we'd take the Sears catalog and we'd go through and circle everything that we wanted or how kids take, you know, the Amazon book when it shows up at home or the Target catalog and they right. go through. But that, and that's what you would do. You would just circle the catalog yeah. over what you want on there yeah. and then hopefully mom Hand and dad would get it for you. Well, yeah. now Christmas list PowerPoint presentations are a thing now. <laughs> and some of the ones we've seen online are pretty sleek. If I would have had access to do this, I totally would have. I took it all very seriously. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I know my mom was handling handing me the catalog just to get me to shut up for a bit. You know, just to, I was an only here, child. So, yeah, here, find it. Here's a little something for you to do all on your own so I can have a moment's peace. But I would take it very seriously when I would be going through that and circling things. Yeah, the idea is to present a list to your parents in the most organized way possible. To make it as easy for them. As you can. In the hopes of upping your chances of getting more stuff. I mean, does the spreadsheet like say how much the item is and where to purchase it and a link to go directly online to to make the purchase? Yes. That's uh, pretty sweet. It's, you're presenting it to your parents in the most organized way possible, upping your chances of getting more stuff. You also want to make sure that the buying process is easy by including links to everything, <laughs> which it. Kristen's kids, they've been on this for years. Oh, yeah. It's not a brand uh, new idea. A kid's PowerPoint wish list went viral last year, but it's gaining steam because more people have smart TVs that pair with phones and computers. So kids can easily cast on to the big screen now oh for everyone to see. Here's a couple of young kids presenting to their family. This year, I put together this entire presentation to tell you guys what I want specifically. Here's some things that you guys should keep in mind when deciding what kind of gifting you guys can provide for me this year. Okay, so obviously, this is my Christmas list. I want Nike Downs from Hibbit. Um, that's $70. That's $120. <laughs> yeah, the, some woman posted a six-minute video of her daughter Kayla's presentation the other day. Mm -hmm. She ended up asking for $2,500 worth of stuff. Wow. Well, you know, well, if, if they you didn't put some electronics budget, in there. But if they didn't give her a budget, then, she, you know. Yeah, and she, if she's given them options, she doesn't have Santa, to have everything. And this, Santa doesn't have a. Right. Well, another yeah. strategy behind it is your parents will be super impressed and proud of you especially if they don't know how to do a PowerPoint. So they'll end up rewarding you with more gifts because you're like, well, look at how she uses technology. She's, yeah. she's very good at this. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I was really impressed with my daughter over the weekend. Did I already tell you guys this story we, about how she was selling popsicles? No. Okay, no. so on Sunday, we had a couple of people over for the Bengals game. We just had some snacks and had a couple people over. And... One of the little kids that was there came to his dad and said, hey, can I have a dollar? I want to buy a popsicle. And I was thinking, is the ice cream truck guy still coming around? This is weird. And it was my daughter. She went to our freezer, got out a box of popsicles, including the Pedialyte electrolyte popsicles, uh -huh. and was selling them to the other friends uh -huh. that were at the house. Oh, entrepreneur. Wow. I was like, Penelope, no, we are not going to sell our own popsicles to our friends that we have over for the morning. No. Yeah. She was like, well, I just thought I could make some money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing your own thing, girl. That's so funny. But I think she's gonna, got a little salesy side Entrepreneur to her. heart there. But then if you, yeah, but if you asked her, like, what do you want for Christmas? She'll be like, do you have my Amazon list, mom?
Will you send it to him? Like, so she puts I mean, together like a little list from the she's catalog. She's ready. Like awesome. Jen said. Well, how's tonight going to go? Any uh, any predictions? I'm hopeful. In Baltimore? They got to do it. They got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. Pretty much. If they don't, if we don't make the playoffs, can you imagine? Well, let me tell you a statistic I saw too. It was like the Bengals started... What are they five and two or are they five and three? three. I can't remember. Yeah, five they and four or five and whatever. They started five four. and two and went to the Super Bowl. They started five and four and went to the Super Bowl or something like or that. Five and four. Yeah. So it was like they started the exact same way that same year. So let's uh, okay. keep our fingers crossed. All right. Although we're pretty beat up, Jeff. Now, what I thought was interesting is the the Barstool sports founder placed a massive bet on the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. Like, oh, really? go, not, not just going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super winning Bowl. Winning it. Uh, Dave Portnoy. Mm-hmm. His story came out about a week or so ago. But he placed a bet on Cincinnati for $67,000. Wow. To, for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. And if, he, if, if they do, he wins a million dollars. That's not bad, but he doesn't need it. Oh, <laughs> that's a big bet for us. Not much for him. I guess not. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the guy knows a thing or two about sports and he seems to think that despite everything, I mean, there's, you know, chances are pretty good. And I, again, defer to Fritch's taxi cab psychic. Fatima. <laughs> <laughs> not to I be confused with Fatima from Salem, Massachusetts, right. who was a complete fraud. Oh, that was Fahimia. I'm, I'm Fatima. What was our lady's name? It was different. Oh. I got to look it up again. It was Dominican, It was like though. a Tifu or something like that. I remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. It was Dominican, correct. Hold on, I'll find her. All right. You find her, and I'll... Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.